host Liz Broder and today I have a very fun and light special episode for you with my dear friend Natalie Buck. We talk about a variety of nutrition and wellness topics. She had a bunch of questions. It's a very informative and relaxed session. We talk about things from organic produce to processed foods. We talk a lot about vitamins, what vitamins to take and get a bit into about the supplement industry and the food industry and the lack of regulation there. We also talk about protein powder. So there's a variety of topics that we hit on and I hope you find it as informative and fun as I did. Please enjoy. Welcome to the Shit Talk podcast, Natalie Buck. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so happy to be on here and I'm so proud of you. This is so exciting. Thank you. Well, I couldn't have done it without you. For those of you who don't know, Natalie helped me start my podcast. She has a very successful podcast called The Net Chicks, which I'll let her explain. It's amazing. I just listened to your episode this morning, actually. It was, I was howling. Um, Okay. First of all, like easy on the very successful portion of the podcast. It is. But thanks. Um. Yeah, no, I've I've got a podcast, and so I kind of gave Liz some pointers, but yeah, kind good. of you you told me everything I had to do. I knew nothing until I met you. I know, and Liz was so cute. You guys, we were at a bar, and she had like a little notepad. I did, and wrote like that's so sweet. I had to take notes. I know. I didn't like, know anything. I, it's just like the sweetest thing ever. I don't know. I was. That was a very exciting night for me. I'm having my coffee right now. Sorry if I sound bizarre. I just woke up. No. Do you drink it on an empty stomach? Do you have water beforehand? I do have water beforehand. But it's like a couple sips. That bad? I mean, it's not that it's bad, but coffee is acidic, so it's rough on the stomach. Is that why everybody, like, shits their pants after coffee? Yeah, well, it does help stimulate the bowels. That's just why I can help you go to the bathroom. Oh. Oh, my God, yeah, we have to talk about you shitting your pants. That's what started this whole thing off. <laughs> How could I totally forget about that? Oh, I okay, just, let's start. Yeah. First, okay, first, yeah, a few sips is better than no sips of water, but ideally I'd say get 10 to 12, 8 to 12 ounces on that empty stomach before coffee because it is acidic. You know what I love is my simple modern water bottle. Like yeah. from Amazon, like it may, I did not drink water until I got this water bottle. I sound like I'm doing an ad and I'm like not. I did swear. This is literally like my this is my favorite water bottle. But I, I I've been drinking way more water, which Good. is helping with I think my skin I've got awful cystic acne and it's so annoying I'm also an actor you guys yesterday I was on set um can I say what you're on set for yeah yeah she was on set for blue bloods which like is kind of a big deal so I haven't asked any questions about it but we're gonna talk about it how was it it was really great yeah but I'm so annoyed because I get cystic acne you guys and I haven't had like a flare up in so long. And of course, yesterday I wake up with two 
massive cystic zits on my face. It was just so annoying. But the, oh, no. the makeup lady was able to cover it. But it was really great. It was so fun. Um, Peter, I I played um, the character's name is Megan, and she's Jack Boyle. If you guys watch Blue Bloods, but <laughs> I'm sure they do. It's like Jack Boyle is the guy whose assistant I play or secretary, and he was Charles and younger. If for any younger fans out there, he's really cute, and he's married to Mariska from Law and Order. That's so funny. They have like a powerhouse daytime, t- or I guess it's not daytime TV, but no, I know, but it's big, like, like detective shows. And yeah, together. but she's like the head honcho on her show. Oh yeah, and like he's like a guest, you know, star here. So I wonder if there's any type of dynamic 100%. at home. And I bet you, I bet you, they run lines together. Like, how fun would that be if yeah, you were like- an actor and your husband was an actor? Honey, I have a new episode tomorrow. Want to run last? I mean, I feel like yeah. it might get kind of annoying. No, and like that would be really hard. I think for me to be married or date an actor. Was like, yeah, Bobby was like, "Hey, Nat, I need to run no. line. Should be like, show yourself out." Yeah, no, like because then what if I didn't have an audition, and then my yeah. husband? I don't well, know. It's just a weird dynamic. I. It's funny because when you think about like celebrity couples in general, I think it can go one of two ways. Like on the one hand, it's helpful because they can relate to that crazy lifestyle and, you know, paparazzi, people being in your business, having an agent, all that. But the other hand, it's like you can get competitive. And if they're booking things and you're not, it's really in your face that you're not getting jobs. I also always think about, like, all of the women. Okay, like, take Blake Lively, for example, and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. They're, like, such a cute power couple, and I I don't know. I just get worried that, like, I would be so annoyed if my husband was, like, everybody else's heartthrob. Um, I mean, here's the thing. But is that insane? No, it's not insane. I think that's a natural, like, human response. But I think if he's doing his job as a husband, he's making you feel loved and adored and that you're the only one and you trust him and you know there's nothing to worry about. Totally. I love the way you look at life, Liz, because that's... (laughs) I've been through some shit, Natalie. (laughs) Not... True. You have, you have, you have, but it's like, I never would have thought about that. Maybe I'm just like immature. No, it's not. I mean, well, first of all, I've been married. Yeah. I mean, you've been with Bobby for what, like seven years now. So you have like a partnership. It's not like, it's not any less because you haven't been married. Right. Maybe it's just, I have a, I don't know, a different perspective on it. All perspectives are welcomed. I just still don't think I could date an actor. No, it'd be well. I also just feel like actors are weird people, and yeah. like I can like every every actor you guys is is weird. Like you gotta be a <laughs> wait, little bit wait. loose or have off. You, have you met any actor? And you don't have to say if you can't say it. 
Have you met any that stand out that you're like, they were weird? Weird in what way? Like, like a way, like a way worth repeating, like a funny thing worth repeating. Funny? Or unexpected. Okay. I have a funny story, but I mean, I've met a million celebrities that I hope and pray to God I never see again. Yeah. But... (laughs) Larry. I feel that way about normal people. So. Yeah, right. I'm like, yeah, yeah no. Never I'm need good. to meet you again. Um, so I was on a vacation one time, and I was walking back to my hotel room, and Larry David was mm-hmm. like, it was just me and him. He was walking back to his hotel room. I was walking back to mine, but we're like sharing the path, mm-hmm. and I. I was just like, oh my God, Larry, I'm literally obsessed with you. And he was like, are you literally obsessed with me? Are you figuratively obsessed with me? Because there's a difference between the two. And I'm, that was an awful Larry David impersonation, but I, like it. I was like, uh, I'm, I'm literally obsessed. No, I'm figuratively obsessed with you. And he's like, do I need to explain to you the difference between those two? And I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. Okay, yeah, no, no, no. So so it's figuratively obsessed. He's like, okay, because I was getting a little worried. I was going to backtrack. I was going to start walking backwards. It just was so funny because I, like, it was so him. Like, everything that he is on the show, like, I literally had my own, like, curb your enthusiasm you know you had a scene I had a scene in real life I could see him in that like doing that saying that I could see his mannerisms oh my god it's everything that you would expect him to be he is yeah at least for that moment that's a good one wait do you have any where you're like they were so weird I don't look at them the same way anymore yeah Leonardo DiCaprio um share that immediately again same vacation place just kind of a weird dude like weird not i'm surprised he didn't try to date you well at the time i was legitimately 12 like with braces like i was i was about five years too young for him okay but he's just not the kindest person and like really yeah, no. Like, we were all, you know, at the pool. There's probably 10 people total at the pool. And it was just me and my mom laying in lounge chairs. And he was walking by. And he, like, fake got on a phone call. So he didn't have to. It's like, I, we weren't going to say anything to you. What was I going to say? Like, love you in Titanic. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And this was before, this was before, like, you know, Instagram, all that. Like, there wasn't any place for me to, like, post a photo. I would have never asked for a photo. I don't know. Just kind of like a weird dude. I mean, And his friends, he's got an entourage that he brings with him everywhere. Really? Like Tobey yeah. Maguire? Liter- or- yes, exactly. Tobey Maguire. There's like another. Toby's, Toby's known for being they're all an asshole. They're, yeah, they're all like that. Ugh. It's just so Great. bizarre. Real original. Thanks, Leo. Yeah. Like, okay. That's a little upsetting. I mean, I used to love him. Now I'm kind of like, okay, it's getting a little old that 
you know, now he's dating someone who's like, I don't know, 19. It's just like, what, what do you talk about? But, or just like, what's the point? Like, what's the point? What are they doing? But you know what? Maybe, maybe he's just like, I don't ever want to get married and I just want to have sex with a young hot girl and I'm going to treat you right and we're going to have fun. Like, maybe that's just their thing. Yeah. And like, if I were him in that situation with the fame and success like i might and feel the same way it just doesn't it get my point is just doesn't it get old, old and repetitive because like i've known plenty of people in that situation where not like his exact situation but like can get attractive young girls blah 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 but it's like first of all it's a lot of work and it gets old it, it's so much work and to like keep it up and i don't know also like Aren't you sick of all the memes about you? <laughs> like, can he we just care. bring like a fifty-year-old? Can we let's just bring a thirty-year-old woman on the red carpet and let's just have the whole world explode? I sort of think that Leo's gonna pull a George Clooney, and then it's gonna be like, yeah. oh, now he's married. She's really respectable and a no- more normal age, and has a like serious job and is not a model not that there's anything wrong with being a model they work very hard but you know she has like a corporate job and totally but i just but then again okay amal her name's amal clooney right amal yeah like george clooney was a notorious like bachelor right but he wasn't i don't want to put him in the same camp as the same type of bachelor Leo is. I think like I I wouldn't see a mall Clooney going for Leo. I'm just thinking out loud because I do wonder what type of woman would want to settle down and would want to trust him. Because if the woman is in her 30s, she clearly means business, right? 30s, 40s, she's like serious about it. She's not a teenager. I don't know. I guess that's an excellent Like, point. I loved him. You know what? I did love him and Cammy Maroney. Or Camila yeah. Maroney. I loved that. It's pretty solid. Like, they were together for a while. A long time. Well, that's the thing. Is like, even when he dated Giselle, he dated her for a pre- Like, he's had long-term relationships. Can you imagine if that happened? Giselle oh, my God. They get back to, like, Dan and Jen. Oh, my God. She's free now. Her and TV12 are done. She is, and that's the only woman over nineteen he would date, Giselle Bundchen. It's the old. It's she's truly the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. Ever. She really is. Never seen a prettier woman, ever. No, and she's just happy. I think but that's she, what makes her so pretty too. Yeah, but can you imagine like the health craziness that she eats? All she eats is vegetables. Like, 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 I feel like she goes out to the garden, rips mm-hmm. a piece of lettuce out from the ground, mm-hmm. and just munches on it all day. Yeah, like, I don't think there's anything in between that. No, I think you're right. She, everything I've read, because as a dietitian, I'm obviously was fascinated. Right. Everything I've read about her and Tom Brady was like all vegetables, just water, obviously no sugar, no alcohol, no coffee, um, no sports drinks. No but don't you think at some point 
Some of that can go a little overboard. Yes. Like, I don't know. Not sustainable. It's a little extreme. Extreme. And also, it's really expensive to be like that. And I've realized this, you know, obviously since like graduating and living in the real world, how expensive groceries are and how much more expensive, you know, the organic lettuces at Whole Foods or whatever, Trader Joe's compared to, I don't even know. What's the, what's the supermarket chain here? Oh, um, I don't know. Like in St. Louis or we don't really have a chance. I mean, we have like, like a Publix or like a yeah. whatever. Those are all expensive too though. Like Westside market, Gristetti's or Gristetti's. Yeah. Like, there's one though, Fairway. Okay. Isn't Fairway like a big grocery store? I don't know. I just realized how much more expensive it is to eat healthy. But it's like if you have the money, why not do it? It's definitely more expensive. One tip I can give you with organic produce yeah. is you don't have to buy, or I mean, like in a perfect world, you can get everything organic. Realistically, you don't need to buy organic anything that has a peel. Or skin that you don't eat, like an avocado, a banana, a mango, because it's it's protected by that. So there's, I don't need to worry about like a organic banana versus a regular banana. Correct, because the peel covers it from like any sort of pesticides or anything it would be sprayed with. Huh. But like berries, lettuce like an apple, especially if you're eating a skin, like all of that I would buy organic. Okay, wait. Thank you for saying that. I eat the skins of apples. That's good. That's the fiber. Okay, but then I was eating an apple the other day in front of, it was actually the people I babysit for, and she's like, you're eating the skin? And I was like, yes. She's like, oh, I just watched a documentary on how gross it is. But I'm like, yeah, but I'm like rinsing it off. Well, so the skin is because it's the outside of the apple. That's really what's taking the beating of any sort of spraying pesticide, all the gardening. Like the inside is cleaner. Yeah, you yeah. do rinse it off. The skin has the fiber. So as a dietitian, I'm like, eat the skin. But I mean, it depends how nutty you get. You can like really scrub the skin or, you know, if she doesn't want to give it to her children. She can take it off, or she can just buy organic apples. Right. What about the fish? <laughs> like the, the fish. The, what about the fish? <laughs> no, no, no. But whenever I go to buy fish for like dinner, mm-hmm. there's either Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. I like to buy fish from Trader Joe's, but I like to buy my meat from Whole Foods. Is that backwards? No, it's not bad. I mean, that all depends on your experience and what tastes better to you. In terms of fish, the one thing I'll say is always buy wild, not farm-raised. So farm-raised, they're fed like, I don't want to put it like this, but like pet food. Like they're raised on a farm, a fish farm, and they're fed whatever the farmer feeds them. And a lot of times this can be like cornmeal and unfortunately, like, you are what you eat. So when you eat farm-raised fish, 
they're less healthy, they have less nutrients than like a fish in the wild that feeds off of like plankton and algae and all those natural like things that they find in their natural habitat that help them have all those nutrients. Oh my God. So that's more important to me. Like if you go to Whole Foods versus, it's less important Whole Foods versus Trader Joe's, more buy wild salmon, buy wild cod, whatever, wild scallops. Correct. Do you remember that documentary that came out like, what is it, three years ago, maybe? Seaspiracy or? Yes. Plant one. No, Seaspiracy. Do they really color the salmon pink? Yes. That's like not right. Yeah. There's a, the thing with the food industry is there's a lot of things that aren't regulated. That's. Well, that's, that's like really concerning and gross. Yeah. I mean, the food industry is obviously a multi-billion dollar industry. And that's why they're like, that's how high fructose corn syrup came to be. It was like such a cheap, easy way to make a sweetener. Corn is cheap. And then you just sweeten all this food and people like it and buy it. And it was like the cheapest way to do it. And then we all became addicted to sugar. This was back in like, I don't know, the 70s or 80s. And then if you look at graphs, you see like sugar content, obesity, type 2 diabetes, all of that, just a gradual up uptrend. But like, why isn't it better? Like you look at Europe. Oh, there's some Instagram account. I think somebody sent it to me and it was like things that are allowed – regulated in um the united states versus europe mm -hmm. and like there's so much stuff that like europe doesn't allow that we have i know like that's like they, so sad no wonder just, why we're all so fat they're more yeah that and our portions i just feel like in europe they're so much more civilized just in general and they eat slower too definitely they take a meal break they sit down they're not at their desk shoveling it in. They're cutting. They're a little like Parmesan cheese. And yeah. it's like eat, eat, the stuff that they're eating isn't necessarily like, oh, my God, they're eating like a, you know, eating like a Giselle. No. It's they're just it's probably just healthier food and they're taking their time with it. Definitely. And I can tell you I had so I had these clients. She's from Brazil and he's from Colombia they're married. They're a really fun couple. I saw them like individually. And both of them said when they came to the US, they gained weight because they were used to like fresh produce, you know, minim minimally processed foods, all this, these things from where they grew up. And then they come to America and they're like, I'm eating the same food, but it doesn't taste as good. And I've gained weight. That's so upsetting. I know. That's where we're headed, though. It really is so sad. Also, I've been, you know what I have noticed? I've started to cook again. And like, I used to cook all the time. Like, uh, but then I got, you know, like I go through phases where it's like, mm -hmm. I'm either cooking 24 seven or I'm going through a carryout phase or delivery phase. And I started cooking and I cooked every night this was like two weeks ago. I had food poisoning last week or something last week. Oh my week. God. We have to talk about that too. Uh, yeah. I want to know. Is but... We definitely should talk about that. But we'll like the week that. before I was cooking, 
and it was so great and I just felt better and like I don't know like because I was controlling what I was putting on my stuff like exactly. I was just doing fresh lemon juice and and like a little salt and pepper and then asparagus and it's like I don't know I just I missed cooking and I also feel like I gained so much weight in like college and stuff because I wasn't having a home cooked meal. Like obviously like I was going out and drinking and eating like shit, but like truly like what you put in your body does affect like your brain, your mental state, everything. So absolutely. I don't know. I, I needed a little bit of uh, I I need to get back on the, um, what is it? Get back on the wagon. I fell yeah, off the wagon on, yeah. last week I mean, because I had some stomach virus and it was actually awful. I We're going to get to that. The only thing I want to say is I typically encourage people focus more on the quality of your food and I'm what you're eating. writing yes. notes. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but like it's less important the calories and more important like the processing and the additives. So like, how do I, I say, know that though? So like, if you are eating whole foods, you know, say you roast, you get the asparagus, you get the salmon, a little olive oil, salt and pepper, and you roast it. That's much healthier than going to a restaurant and they use all these like inflammatory seed oils. Maybe they're throwing some flour in to thicken the sauce. Maybe they're throwing in, you know, an obscene amount of salt, like all this other nonsense, it's like when you have all those additives, that's what kind of screws things up. So I get why people get crazy with the macros and calorie counting, but I would say first, before you get into the numbers, like look at the ingredients and try to go for whole foods, not processed foods. And if it is processed, hopefully minimally processed and just trying to get back this to is like, so dumb will it say like processed on there no no it won't say processed so you know it's <laughs> obviously processed. not natalie <laughs> that's okay you know it's processed because it's not in its original form so like for example technically like ground meat is processed because they took you know, right. from the animal and they had to grind it up. The grinding is processed. It doesn't mean there's additives in it, but that's a form of processing. Okay. Oh. But like, so packaged goods are highly processed. Anything shelf stable is most likely processed. This is making me literally not want to eat. <laughs> you have to eat. We'll just... They, so I don't know if you've ever heard this, but a lot of people say it, like stay on the perimeter of the grocery store. So like the refrigerated parts, oh, like, yeah. like meat, like meat, fish, chicken, and then obviously all of the produce, fruits and veggies. Those are all as minimally I mean, processed. yeah. When did we get so crazy with these recipes? It's like, why? I don't know. I keep it like this is what I say, but I'm like, you've got to keep it simple. Every meal cannot be the most exciting food. And like, it should be fueling you. It doesn't need to be like this beautiful work of art that you Instagram and yeah. like roast the fish, roast the veggies, drink your water, eat it, enjoy it. And like, that's a meal. Yeah. That's, that's fine. It doesn't have to look impressive or like, you know, you went to some special restaurant for it. 
Yeah. Um, okay. You texted me, what was it, last Thursday? Literally. What? I just first saw Reggie on the bathroom floor with you was the MVP. You guys, there's some stomach virus going around. What, yeah, what happened? My friend had it a few days before you, but hers, I think, was food poisoning. I thought originally it was food poisoning. And then I'm like, there's nothing that I could have eaten that would have given me this. And like, thankfully, I haven't had a lot of experiences with either food poisoning or stomach virus but I knew that like this was more intense than like a food poisoning. Like, cause I was, I woke up in the middle of the night to throw up and I did. And then it just kept coming every 20 seconds from like 2 a.m. until like 12, oh no, like 10.30 a.m. Oh my God. The next That's day. A, and a lot of time. It was then towards the end. This is so gross. It was coming on both ends, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I was so dehydrated. Like, I could feel every, I don't know, I just, truly, I, I've never been more dehydrated. And it wasn't, it was past the, like, oh, I'm thirsty. It was, no, like, it's like I have you didn't have fluids. They were all out. Horrible headache. I had horrible pains all over. I'm like, I just know that this is what it feels like to, you know, be severely dehydrated. So I was trying to take sips of water and just hold it in my mouth. And because then every time I'd swallow it, it would come back up. And then I'm just, it was awful. So I ended up getting an IV, which was super, super helpful because she gave me, obviously, you know, when she put the IV in, it didn't go to my stomach, you know, it went into my your veins. Yeah, veins. Yeah. So she just gave me like whatever the regular fluid is and then like Zofran to help me. And I, I felt like a new woman after that. And then I was able to drink finally. So I drank. I chugged like two Gatorades. But then like that was the last. I didn't throw up again after the IV. But it was. I felt oh okay this is I felt just like kind of like nauseous and I I felt better but it's just like oh my body's been through a lot I haven't been eating so Bobby my boyfriend's mom came to town and we all were going to go to dinner and see a play and so this is like three days after and I knew that like I hadn't thrown up or had any stomach problems since I was like not contagious or anything I was fine well, hopefully it wasn't contagious, but we're all sitting in the car and I had, but I hadn't eaten. Like I, I was making like a protein shake, but that was like it. So we're in the car going to dinner and we're in all this traffic and I had to get out of the car. We all had to get out to like race to make our reservation. We had to like sprint 12 blocks. And so we're sprinting and I sit down at the restaurant. The restaurant's so hot and I sit down And I'm just like, I felt like I was about to pass out. And I started like freaking out because there's just been so much stuff that's happened in my life the last two months. I'm just like, am I having a heart? Like, what is going on? I was so lightheaded. You know, when you like get the chills all over your body and then everything just kind of like turns like slow-mo. You're clammy. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, what is going on? So I get up to the bathroom 
And then I just like sitting with my head over my heart just to be like, oh my God, what's going on? And I think I just overextended myself because I hadn't eaten or moved in three days. Literally, I was in bed. Your body had no energy to run off of. All of your glycogen stores were gone. You had barely any hydration and then you needed, you need calories. It was so scary. Literally, I was sitting there being like, like, I literally thought I was like dying. Like, I, I just was so scary. So then I sat back down and I felt like a little better, but still just like, you know, when you're at dinner and it's like when you're not feeling good, but you have to make conversation with people. Yeah. It's a lot of work. That's a lot of energy when you don't have energy. Yeah. So I was just like sitting there and Jack, I mean, it was literally like Bobby's mom's like my mom and his brother's like my brother. So I was just like, guys, I like don't feel well. And they're like, okay, well, like, do you, should you go? Should we leave? I'm like, no, because I did really want to see this play. We were seeing Funny Girl, and I was starting to feel better. I got like a Coke, and then I got dry pasta. And I was just okay. eating that, which your probably, body needed the simple sugar too. So the I, sugar from the Coke, yeah, the sugar from the Coke, energy, yeah, felt good. And then by the time, and then when we walked out, it was like cold, and it felt so good. And then I felt For fine, sure. but like, wow, your body really tells you stuff when yeah you need to be told that's crazy i mean look that's crazy i'm sorry you had to go through that but it does i will say it makes sense if you go a few days where like you're not really eating you're dehydrated your body doesn't have like the stores left to be like okay let me break this down get some like carbohydrate action here so yeah, you basically, it's not like you had a panic attack, but your body was like, no, yeah, but it felt like that. And then I think I've, now I panic a lot more than I used to. And I recognize that feeling. I've only had, I've had two panic attacks my whole life. Okay. And it's just that same feeling like of like tightness in my chest and like, mm-hmm. And then it's scary. It's scary, but I I feel like now I'm just like even more prone. Because over Christmas, um, one of my good friends passed away from like a sudden heart attack, and it's scary. And came back. He had some stuff wrong with his heart that he didn't know about. And so now I'm you know trying not to be a hypochondriac in every situation, but it's like you know I like it's a lot. And so now I'm trying to really take care of myself. So and he was young, like it was he sudden was young. Oh yeah. He was, he was about to be married and he, yeah. he was 30. He was 30 years old. He had just turned 30. It's so, scary. It's scary. And then I'm, you know, of course, Googling like what foods are good for your heart and this, and I saw blueberries and asparagus. Yeah. Blueberries are like, a brain they're always telling brain. brain I thought food. that I thought that was for brain food I remember literally in high school before tests I would like shovel blueberries down <laughs> my throat <laughs> that'll help you get the A Natalie <laughs> like it's no but no blueberries are helpful with anti-inflammatory compounds they're high in antioxidants definitely a good one. Um, no, but it makes sense that you, you know, that's like a traumatic experience. I mentioned to you, I had like a similar one where like someone's young and suddenly dies and you know, it shifts your perspective and then you're like 
questioning your own health because you're like, how did that happen? I feel fine. They felt fine. Now what happened? Look at them. You know, like, so that's a, that's a normal reaction. But you know what it has made me do, do is schedule my physical, which I do think it's so important to get of your physical every year. I have not done it in the last two years and I used to be so good about it. Haven't done it. I go to the OBGYN every year. Like on the dot, I go to the dermatologist on the dot because I've had like melanoma on the Mm. back of my legs. So I like have to, so I do like, you know, the gyno and the derm and the dentist, but Mm -hmm. I need like the full shebang. Like, so I'm like trying to like be really healthy up until the up until the doctors. I haven't drank. No alcohol. Know. Good for you. No, for how yeah. long? Um. Okay, like this isn't gonna sound like a lot. It will. Uh, we live in New York City. How long? Thirteen days. That is long. It's like two weeks. Yeah. I, I don't just, remember the last time I had two weeks without drinking. Right. So I, I'm not a drinker. Like, okay. Yeah, no, you're not. Not at all. It doesn't mean drinking like, oh, I'm drinking a ton, but like going out having a drink or two. Like, okay, when I go out to have a drink, like if I, when we go out, like, yes, I'll have drinks. And I love that vibe. But I'm saying I don't drink like when I'm home during the week. I never crack open a bottle of wine. That's not me. That's not what I do. It's just like I won't drink Monday through Friday because usually I go out like Saturday or whatever. Right. But after all everything happened, just, you know, at the funeral, everybody's like drinking wine. And so then I kind of got on like a wine kick. Mm -hmm. And then when I came back to New York, I was like, well, I really need a glass of wine to help me fall asleep. And I'm like, I really don't want this to be what I'm relying on. Like right. I'd rather just like shovel a melatonin down my throat versus mm-hmm. the wine. And I'm not saying wine's bad. If you do that, whatever. Like my dad has a glass of wine every night, like whatever. And But I just didn't. Also wine like makes me really like, it makes me like fat. <laughs> like something that's like, cause I, don't, I know I'm not drinking the right wine. I'm drinking like a sugary something, but I don't know. But I just, I feel better and I feel like more clear. Now that you've cut it out. Yeah, but I'm not like I want to be very honest with you. I'm going out on Saturday night. I'm going to have a drink. Yeah. You're going to have you're going out with college trends. You're going to have a few yeah. drinks. No, yeah. but it's you look, going through like a funeral situation like that, you were, you know, not mm-hmm. in your home in New York. You were I'm assuming back in St. Louis. And so you're out of like your typical routine. People are drinking all around you. It's it just you got into a different routine and you wanted to break it. It's not right. like like that's normal. And that's why now you're feeling back to your, more back to yourself. Like you said, clearer. And hopefully your sleep is. You know, my normal. sleep's been good. I I sometimes get on a bad path of going to sleep like super late because I am a nighttime person versus morning. Like I love the nighttime. I love, there's something, it's so weird, but it's something about being in my bed, watching TV with my candle on and like all of New York is probably going down. And I'm just like, (laughs) you're going down to bed and I'm up. It's just like cozy to me. I've always been a night owl my entire life. I've never, ever liked getting up in the morning to the point where when I was little, when I was 
five, I would sleep till 10 a.m. Wow. And my parents thought something was wrong. Like, so I had, I went to the hospital. They, at first they thought I had diabetes and then they thought I had all this stuff because they were doing all these, they're like, why is my five-year-old sleeping so much? I've just always, and nothing was wrong. I've always loved sleeping. Actually, funny story about the diabetes thing. Not funny, but kind of funny. (laughs) Let's hear it. (laughs) They were drawing my blood. I was five. Mm -hmm. And they, my parents get the results and there's just all this shit that's wrong. All the shit. It's like like the levels are all off. Yes, diabetes. Yes. They mixed up my blood with an 82-year-old woman. Ugh, stop. Who was larger. That's terrible. So they mixed it up. My parent. They're really freaking out. Yeah. So then I had to go back and do all that. Yeah. So then I had to go back to all the tests. And then I remember I was in gym class and my gym teacher was like, oh, come to my office. Your dad's on the phone. And I was like, what? Every like, kid's like, he's like, you're all good, Natalie. You're good. Oh, Mr. And B. I know. And I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> like, oh, to be like a kid again. Like, I remember this. You but- do? You want to be a kid again? I don't. I, 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 I would love to be having the knowledge I know now, like I, I'm saying I want to be a kid again. Like I'd love to be like 10 just for like a week and go back to my life as a 10 year old. Like, what was I doing? But like with not, with today's confidence, with today's knowledge, knowledge. I would do that as like a Josie Grossy, never been kissed situation. Like I would go back and be oh, like, Oh yeah, that sounds better. Like, why did I pick ten? Yeah, ten would be hard, but like to go do it in high school, like I would just be Yeah, I would be super confident and just wear whatever I wanted and walk down those halls with my book bag and Yeah. Be, that would be fun. That would be fun. But I went how did I get here? Oh, because I was talking about my sleep. Yeah, the sleep was off. And well, cutting out alcohol can yeah. help sleep. Yeah, but I oversleep. I know when I want to avoid things, I oversleep. So I'll sleep till like 12, like noon. It's a but, procrastination tactic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's just like the, my mind was so like messed up because it was like, oh, I shouldn't say that. My therapist doesn't like it when I say that. I was <laughs> – I just was like, well, you know, I – don't have anything to do until 1 p.m. So why do I need to get up? It's like, well, I need to get up because my body needs to be up and functioning in order for me to go to bed later. Right. For me to want to go to bed because I'm tired. Yeah. So anyway, that's back on track, which I'm glad about. And I've been trying to wake up at the same time every day, except for today. I slept in. That's helpful though. Consistency and then that usually helps with your body's winding down consistently and going to sleep regularly. Another thing I can recommend mm-hmm. if you want to talk vitamins. I would love. Um, one that I recommend for sleep is magnesium. Do you take – first of all, do you take any supplements? No. Like I don't take anything and I really want I, – I know I need to take vitamins. You want to learn about supplements, vitamins. Okay. So magnesium is a mineral. Most adults are deficient in it. There mm-hmm. are different types. Magne- magnesium citrate. citrate. Um, so 
let me back up. Magnesium helps people relax. Magnesium mm-hmm. citrate specifically will help your bowels relax. So for people who are constipated. I'm not though. Is that okay? So so don't take citrate because it's you okay. don't want to end up with like too much. Take magnesium glycinate and okay. take it at night. That's a supplement to add in. Most adults are deficient. It's required for over 600 metabolic reactions in the body. Um, It's been shown to be an anti-inflammatory molecule. And in typical USA fashion, studies have shown that as processed foods have increased, things like magnesium and our magnesium levels have decreased because they're found in whole foods like nuts, legumes, leafy greens, kiwi. Oh. So the more processed foods people have, typically the more deficient they are in general. Right. Um, And so – go ahead. No, no, no. No, just wrapping it up. The RDA is 320 milligrams per day for adults. So for reference, that's – so two ounces of almonds has around 160 milligrams of magnesium. It can It's harder to get in food. I, like you yeah. get it. Like I said, leafy greens, nuts, almonds, for example, kiwi. Um, but most people supplement with it. Kiwi. Okay. The one thing I like about kiwi. So it makes a great dessert because it has magnesium, which will help you relax. Wow. I actually eat it with the skin on because it doubles the fiber content. So if you have trouble going to the bathroom, which you don't. But in general, if you want more fiber. Fiber makes you poop, right? Yeah. Well, so fiber, or like that's like you need fiber. Fiber helps you poop, but it can also be constipating if you don't have enough water. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Okay. I, I drink a lot of water. I'm good on the water. Okay. Yeah. Half your body weight in ounces is typically what's recommended. More if you're like sweating like, in a really hot environment, working out a lot. I really only drink water. I, I love, I love it so much. It's so bad. <laughs> oh my God. How often? Kind of a lot. Really? Diet or regular? Regular. Okay. Honestly, I recommend regular. I always thought diet. that you should drink a regular Coke over diet. Isn't yeah. there more like, There's, I mean, it's a soda, but like. Back. They're both bad, but I can say diet sodas have way more chemical. Like, they both have chemicals. They both have the coloring, which isn't good for you, like caramel coloring. But all those artificial sweeteners, they're carcinogens. I've, I have gotten into, like, the Olipop. Okay, do you world. like that? I've never tried those. I do, and there's another one called Zevia. Yeah. Which I love ginger ale. Like, ginger ale is, like, I Honestly, you know what? I shouldn't say I love Coke. I mean, I do love a Coke, but ginger ale is like what I would drink. I just need like carbonation sometimes. What about like sparkling water, like a flavored sparkling water? Yeah, I don't mind those, but like I burnt out on LaCroix like five years ago. Okay. But I'm getting better at that. I, I probably have like three a week. Okay, that's not terrible. Do no. you find you're ever gassy or bloated? Bloated, yeah. Gassy, like, no. Actually, so, yeah. So that's the one thing I'll caution clients with, with, like, a lot of sparkling water, a lot of soda. Beside, obviously, soda has chemicals and sugar. But besides that, the carbonation can lead to 
gas and bloating. Yeah. So it could be worth trying it, like going a week or two without any carbonated beverages and see if you notice a difference. Yeah. You may not because you may not have enough of it where it makes – where it matters, but right. I mean, you I'm may not drinking better. a big gulp a day. Yeah, no. This isn't – yeah. Yeah, no. I was going to say this isn't Dumb and Dumber, but yeah. <laughs> the big gulp scene. <laughs> literally. Literally. Oh, my God. What other vitamins? So, I, okay, so I'm going to take magnesium. Okay. Get some magnesium glycinate. Take it in the evening. Okay. The other one that I've mentioned on the immunity episode is vitamin D, especially in the winter. Vitamin D is, I don't want to say overprescribed, but it's like everyone's always like, take vitamin D. Are you taking vitamin D? Have vitamin D. The reason for that. So one, most adults are deficient. I'm for sure deficient in that, like 100%. Yeah, most adults are. The second is it's really rarely seen clinically that people reach like toxic levels. Like it's it's so rare. So it's an easy thing to just tell someone to take because it's very low risk. Um, and it's important. It's It helps with immunity. It helps with your mood, especially in the winter when you're getting less sunlight, the days are shorter, you're indoors more if you struggle from like seasonal affect disorder, but even if you don't struggle from seasonal affect disorder, your mood can dip and vitamin D can help with that. Okay. So the RDA for that is 600 IUs. I supplement with it in the winter only. And I think my supplement's a thousand. Mine's either a thousand or 2000 IUs. Wait, but what if I, what if I want to take it all the time? Or is that too much? I'm just someone who's outside a lot the other seasons. I don't feel I need to take it. Oh, I thought vitamin – wait. Oh, yeah, vitamin D. From the sun. But I also thought – right. But then I also thought that, like, I remember I was talking to some, like, doctor one time, and I was like, oh, tell me about the vitamins. And he's like, you should take a vitamin D now because whatever you're doing now is going to affect you later on in life. And isn't vitamin D – he's like, if if you're older and you fall, like, you want to have all of this stuff – you know, ready to protect you or whatever. He's right. So vitamin D, there's a higher RDA for women, I think over 50, because it has been shown to help with bone density. So definitely something that most women by a certain age are recommended to supplement with it because they do have a fall. If their bones are weaker, this can, it can be more detrimental if they're lower in vitamin D. That's not something you have to worry about now, but absolutely it will impact you down the line. Um, and if you want to take it all year round, you definitely can. Right. But okay. I would say look for 1,000 to 2,000 IUs. Okay. That's a good one. Um, another one, but this one I definitely recommend having labs done. In women, a lot of us are anemic or deficient in iron. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes it can just be like if you have heavier menstrual cycles, um, if you're tired a lot or you have like brittle nails, those can both be signs of oh my god iron me? deficiency. But again, it can be rough on the stomach. It's not something I would supplement with unless you have your labs done and your doctor's like you're deficient. So I'm getting my physical and I can't eat for like a couple hours before because they're going to draw all this blood. Will they Good. tell me that? Yeah. They'll probably do a full metabolic panel. Right. Okay. And iron should be on there. And you have a right to ask all that. So say, what are you testing for? I want to see the results. 
Right. Okay. That'll be interesting. Um, okay, two more. One is a probiotic. So Yeah. There's, what is that? There's a lot of mixed messaging on probiotics. I've mentioned them on other episodes of Shit Talk. So a probiotic is a supplement that basically you're putting good bacteria into your gut. Okay. Any bacteria that supports the gut microbiome. You want microbial diversity. So there's different strains of bacteria. There's mixed science behind it. Some shows probiotics are great. They help people with bloating and they feel so much better. Others are like, it doesn't make it in that journey from your mouth to your gut. Like it doesn't even survive the acidic journey because like your stomach has acidic acids. There's all sorts of things going on in the entire, the entire way through your stomach, the intestines, and then down to your colon. So it can be argued they don't work because they die before they even get there. But I personally, I think they're worth taking. It, they should be at least around 20 billion CFUs, which is colony forming units. There's a million on the market. My, because microbial diversity is very important, that's what's shown to like be optimal gut health is like the more diversity, the better. I always say look for ones that have multiple strains. Like there's something like Align, the brand Align is really popular. It gets a lot of press. That's what was recommended to me like a million years ago by a GI doctor. But it literally, the one I was taking has one bacteria in it. So it's not really promoting microbial diversity. And if you're not someone who's getting it from your diet, there's other ones like Culturel, BioCult, Sakara. Can you post these? Yeah, I'll, I'll put this on the show notes. Okay. Um, hum, Garden of Life, those all have more diversity with the bacteria. Should I have the probiotic in the fridge? You don't have to. The ones that need to be refrigerated say it. Okay. And then there's ones that are shelf stable. Okay. There's one. So the one I actually take, it's lower in CFUs. I'm someone who I have a lot of like fermented foods in my diet. So I'm getting probiotics naturally from foods in that way. If you're someone who does that, there's one, the brand is called Beekeepers Natu- Beekeeper Naturals or Beekeepers Natural. I don't oh, remember. I've seen that. I've seen that brand. I lo- yeah, I love that brand. So theirs is for the immunity, your immunity and the gut, which is why I like it. So it has bee propolis, which is good for immunity. It only has 2 billion CFUs, which is low. But like I said, like I get it. I'm, wor- I'm not worried about it because I get probiotics from other aspects of my gut, uh, uh, other aspects of my diet. And then it has... Tributyrin, which is a precursor for butyrate, which is a short chain fatty acid, which I discussed a few weeks ago. And that's just, there are a few short chain fatty acids that I mentioned, propionate, butyrate, and I think the other one was acetate. And they are extremely beneficial for gut health in general. So I like that it has that in there. Okay. That's why I like that one. But again, that's only 2 billion CFUs. So more if you're like, down the line if your diet is higher in probiotic foods. Okay. Reggie. Excuse me. Reggie's like, no. Reggie's like, Reggie's like, are me. we done here? No, no, no. So I take, before I go to sleep, the melatonin that I take mm-hmm. is the, one of those Ollie brands. Mm-hmm. But I do the melatonin with the elderberry. Okay, I love elderberry. Yeah, so that's as immunity. I don't know. Yeah, I take 
I talked with this again on the immunity episode, but I take, do you know the brand Peak? Like Peak Tea, P-I-Q-U-E? Maybe. I'm going to look it up. I'll link them in the show notes. They have this vitamin C elderberry like little pouch. You open it. It's like a syrup. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you email? I think you emailed me something. I think, yeah. I think when I sent you an email with the yeah. different. I sent yeah. those to my family, by the way, and now my whole family. Did they takes take them? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. When, so they, when, he, say, when my dad and stepmom travel. Oh my God. I advise the Buck family's nutrition. I'm yes. honored. Um, that's one of my favorite products. And, you know, don't take it like the day you're traveling. Take Like if you're traveling on Friday, start taking it Sunday and take it every day leading up. So you're like boosting that immunity. That's also good for your, like they tout it as being good for your skin, which it is. I also like elderberry for immunity. So I take that every day in the winter. Have you heard of this brand called, and I'm going to text it to you, um, Metagenics? I don't think so. Let me look it up. Sometimes when I see the... Um, I don't know. I, I was... Emblem. I asked on my Instagram what type of magnesium people take, and a lot of people said this brand Metagenics. I mean, and they have like a, you know, probiotic, probiotic yeah. or you know, immunity, multivitamin, whatever. So, I've literally never seen it. I'm on their website. I'll, I'll look into it in depth. When yeah, because it's like there's so many options. And it's there's like I don't want to be taking something that's just like shit. No. Um, the thing with the supplement industry that's scary is it's not regulated. I know. That's why well, I'm like, what? You can get things that have the USP seal. Um. That's United States Pharmacopoeia. I hope I'm saying that properly, which is like it's the only standard setting organization that we have in the U.S. And it offers third party verification um, of like quality. So it makes sure that supplements contain ingredients that are actually listed on the label and that they're in like the potency and amounts labeled. It makes sure it doesn't have harmful levels of different contaminants. Um what else? That's one. And then the NSF. So there's like an NSF mark that is another like assurance that the product has been tested by a trusted independent certified organization. Okay. So yeah, like you can buy things these days, you can get anything on Amazon and it can come from another country and it can literally have drugs in it. And there's athletes that will buy shit. Yeah. And that, it. That's yeah. And they'll fail drug tests. Cause there's like, they don't know they're taking it, but it's like, they get it off the internet. There's no regulations. It's so scary. And I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. At the very least, look for something with USP or USP. Okay, I wrote USP that down. seal or the NSF mark. Or there's like the clean label project, which Hum Nutrition does. I like Hum Nutrition as well. You do you like Hum? Yeah. I, I see the I see all of that in the airport, right? Don't they have a bunch of stuff in the airport? Do they? Like I do. Like at LaGuardia, there's like a little section where it's like I don't know. You know, on like those fancier Hudson News, they have like yeah. Those I've never seen that. There's like yeah, there's like all organic, like hand sanitizer. This that. It's fun. I don't know the organic hand sanitizer. Just give me Purell, please, because if yeah. I'm if I'm doing the hand sanitizer thing, that means I want it to smell like hand sanitizer. I, 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 I need like alcohol getting germs. Yeah. I don't need like a lavender mist, which I, I do love. But like if I'm really needing hand sanitizer, that means. That means I'm in a situation where I'm, I feel more comfortable using hand sanitizer than yeah. touching the faucet. Yeah. So. 
I agree. Um, no, it's it's confusing with supplements, and I do like Hum. They have the Clean Label Project, which again tests for like purity, mm-hmm. heavy metals, pesticides. I do a subscription with them, so it's easy. It just it's on auto ship. You can change it every month, but they have a vitamin D. They have a probiotic. Um, I don't think they have a magnesium, but they do have like a skin one that helps you sleep. It has like valerian root and something else that helps is supposed to help you fall asleep. I've always wanted to take vitamin B, but my dermatologist is like, just be careful with your vitamin B. Yeah. B is in boy because sometimes, because if you have cystic acne, sometimes that can trig trigger that. So biotin, a lot of people don't or know. Or biotin, this. yeah. Is that Bi- vitamin B? Is that Bi- biotin? biotin is, I think it's B7. It's a B vitamin, 100%. I think it's B7. And I have a lot of people who go on biotin because their hair is thinning or whatever. And it's very, it's very popular these days. And yeah, it's B7. Um, you know, these days, Nutrafol or all these hair growth right. supplements, whatever. People go on these high levels of biotin. Biotin will lead to, and not forever, but initially, a lot of people will see breakouts, especially on like the jawline. Mm-hmm. So if you are supplementing with biotin or a hair loss supplement and you notice an increase in your pimples or not not necessarily like wild, but like some more breakouts, right. it could be the biotin. So that, it's not that you can't take it, but I would say try it gradually. Yeah. Like that, I'm just not even going to experiment with because my hair is fine. And then hopefully if my hair starts thinning, that means I'm like older and then maybe at that point my skin will not have, you know. The thing with skin too, and I'm sure your doctor has talked about this, anti-inflammatory. Because really cystic acne, it's inflammation on the skin. Yes. And a lot of the cystic acne comes from like within. Right. Because it's like. You know, I, th- what's so annoying on like TikTok and stuff, it's like I had so much cystic acne and I started putting this cleanser on. And it's like, okay, when you're putting something topical on your face, like, yeah, I understand if you've got like blackheads or whatever, mm-hmm. but like cystic, real cystic, cystic acne, it, it's, you've got to, you, you, you got to start change in. your diet completely or you need to like go on medicine. Do you take an omega-3? No. So omega-3s are highly anti-inflammatory, good for heart health, good for brain health. The bra- I don't even know if the brain is 60% fat. Really? Yep. The brain is 60% fat and there are the fat-soluble vitamins A, D, E, and K. You need fat for the body to absorb those. So when that's why like that low-fat diet craze was like, not really healthy overall. But anyway, omega-3 fatty acids, you can supplement with an omega-3 vitamin or omega-3 supplement. It's going to help with inflammation. It's going to help with brain health. It's going to help with heart health. I love chia seeds for omega-3s if you're trying to get them from food. And I have chia, chia seeds. I love chia seeds. I think they're like a miracle food. They help with- I put those in my smoothie. Yeah. Great way to get them in. That's getting you omega-3s. Flax seed and flax oil will get you omega-3s. Walnuts. I just am not a nut girl. Like I wish more than anything when I'm hungry. (laughs) But I'm also not a snacker. I don't snack. Okay. That's good. Like 
I eat a lunch and I eat a dinner and Mm -hmm. that's it. Like I'm never like, you don't need to snack some for some people snacking works or smaller, more frequent meals work for others. I'd rather just eat a bigger, heartier meal than not. It's also, I like meals instead of snacks because it allows your blood sugar levels to return to more stable levels when, Mm -hmm. when you keep eating, it's like you're constantly impacting your blood sugar. Even if you're not having like, a super high mm-hmm. carb snack or meal, mm-hmm. it's still like insulin's being released. Your blood sugar levels are moving up or down. Right. It's nice when they're stable and you're not eating ever. You know, we eat too frequently these days. People eat way too often. It yeah, it like, didn't. It was never like that. And our, think about people in like yeah, I don't know, like the even like the fifties or whatever. It's like people weren't like munching on no. food all day. Long. And now that's what people do, and it's like. Your blood sugar levels are out of whack. You're consuming way more calories. Even like a fast, like you don't need to do intermittent fasting, but like you should be waiting at least 12 hours. Like if you finish dinner at eight. I pretty much think I yeah, do naturally. that intermittent fasting. That's naturally. Good. Just be. And especially if you're doing it naturally, it's not like a whole big effort. It's just. No, it's just like I'll wake up. I'll have my car. I should be eating more stuff in the morning. Maybe even just like a. What do you have for breakfast? It's just, I don't have an appetite when I wake up early. So, like the thought of eating an egg right when I wake up makes me You don't have to eat right when you wake up. But I've been getting, I've been getting more, like I'll wake up, I'll have my water, I'll do my coffee, and then like probably an hour or two hours later, I'll do like a smoothie, like a healthy That's fine. You don't have to eat right when you wake up, and especially if you're not hungry. What's most important is when you break your fast that you're doing it with protein, Fiber, good food. Yeah, you because yeah. if you spike your blood sugar from the beginning of the day with like a really sugary smoothie or like pancakes or like something really high in sugar or refined carbohydrates, that spikes your blood sugar from the beginning of the day. Then you're on the roller coaster all day long. You're gonna have cravings. Your energy and mood are up and down. That's what you don't want. Yeah, right. So if you're having a smoothie with the protein, fiber, healthy fats. It's not that you can't have fruit in there. It's just a lot of people associate smoothies with fruit and they'll have like five different fruits, some sort of sweetened milk, and they're literally having 50 grams of sugar when they wake up. It's like that's not a yeah, good. Yeah, no, I don't do – I do like strawberries or ice. Oh, no, actually I do like blueberries or banana ice, chia seeds, and then like water or like some sort of protein powder. Definitely add know. protein powder in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I always add protein powder. Protein powder is another weird one that there's so it's much so, of. It's so, yeah, like, protein powder. I prefer I prefer like whey. whey. Is that no. bad? I like whey. I don't like the taste of plant protein, and I don't like the taste of what's, – what's another one? Um, or is it just plant protein? Yeah, well, so whey – I don't know. There's, there's a lot options. of options. The plant proteins are like brown rice protein, pea protein – Way, I take I, I take it's called pro I have it and it tastes so good and I think it's good for you because what does your doctor say about you taking whey with your skin? I don't know I haven't asked maybe I don't take whey hold on I'm like looking whey is not bad but like anything it's like a supplement so like there's whey protein powders that have like junky whey. And then there's ones that are have nicer, like less additives, better ingredients. Okay, I take 
pro-energy grass-fed whey protein isolate powder. Okay, grass-fed is great. What's it called? Pro-energy? I'm going to send it to you. Yeah, pro-energy. I love it. It's expensive, though. A lot of them are, but it's worth it if it has... And it's greens. massive. It'll last. I mean, it's like fifty bucks, but it'll like last you. Yeah, grass fed, free of the hormones. You see yeah, it? I'm reading it. Yeah, I mean, the only thing to know it has guar guar gum and sunflower lecithin or lecithin, however you want to pronounce it. Is that bad? Those are additives. A lot of the powders have them because they help with like they do different things in different foods. Taste. Like some of them thicken. Some of them just help with binding. They're binding agents, so it's like helps prevent caking in a lot of instances. It's not like horrible, but it's more of those like nonsense that we add into food. Like ideally you're not having that. Right. Should I not take it? It's not bad. You know, most of them, I'm looking up, Hum Nutrition has a vanilla protein powder that I like. It's not whey though. what is it's it? It's pea, hemp, and pumpkin seed protein. Oh, well, maybe I'll like that. I mean, I haven't tried it. It has, let's see. But again, yeah, this has guar gum, xanthan gum. Like, they all have some sort of gum just because mm-hmm. I think powders need that to, like, maintain that consistency. Because if you think about it, they're taking protein and they're processing it into this powder form. And to make it stay like that, they have to put other shit in. And that's where we run into issues. It's like if a majority of your diet is not processed and you have this protein powder, at least it's grass-fed whey, you know, none of the hormones, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just when you have that and then you have a bag of chips and then you have all these other processed foods that your day, like it adds up is my right. point. So is it perfect? No, I mean, nothing's perfect. It's not ideal, but it's not the end of the world. Uh-huh. As long as I'm a, you know, you're not having a ton of processed foods the rest of your day. Totally. It's, like I try to make things feasible. Like yeah, of course, in a perfect world, no one would have any gums or guar this and locust bean gum and all this nonsense. But like, it's hard to avoid entirely. Right. It's like the effort. It's a big effort. <laughs> it's not like we're just doing a random. I mean, we're put. You know. Yeah. I know. No, I can link in the show notes some different protein powders. It's hard. Most of them have at least one sort of additive that's just, they need it to make it that like powdery consistency. Totally. But if whey works for you, that's great. I mean, I don't know if it works for me. It's just all I know. Well, but you know, you don't like plant-based. Yeah. I don't like that. It tastes like ass. So then whey is, (laughs) so then whey is. But most people way most people are like no i taste the protein it's like i kind of want to taste the protein but then that's so that's what works for you that's fine as long as you start your day with like the blood sugar stabilizing nutrients which you are right you have the chia seeds you have the protein powder totally i'm doing one thing right you are oh my god you're doing so many things right Well, I feel like we covered a lot, so I appreciate you opening up and sharing a bit about your wellness routines, Natalie. I will come back whenever you want me. Maybe I I should come back 
on in a couple months once I've yes. taken a couple weeks once I've started to take the vitamins and then I can give you guys like I think that's amazing let's definitely do that it's February yeah. 23rd that we're recording this let's do like a mid-April let's do like a yeah. six week yeah is six weeks you think enough or like is that enough? Yeah, well, I mean like when am I going to notice the vitamins hopefully I'll notice yeah them I mean I usually say finish the bottle like at least do it for a month. Okay. Bottles are usually like a month supply. At least do it for a month. Okay. Um, and where can people find you? We didn't really talk about the Net Chicks. Well, the Net Chicks is my podcast. I host it with my friend Sarah. They're and hilarious. you can listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about what shows we're watching, who would like it, who wouldn't. It's so funny. Talk about my personal life, Sarah's personal life. We're very, very different people. So I think it works. Um, but yeah, we're, and we are always um, updating stuff for our podcast on our Instagram, which is at just the Netchicks, yeah. N-E-T-C-H-I-C-K-S. And then I'm, you can find me on my Instagram at Natty Buck, N-A-T-T-I-E. I'm not N-A-T-T-Y and it bothers I've me never when people seen, say Natty, N-A-T-T-Y. I've never seen Natty spelled with a Y. Well, you have on like a Natty Light or on Natty Ice. Yeah, but that's not a person. Those disgusting beers. Yeah, true. Thank you. I should just use that. Everybody's like, Natty Ice. It's I'm like, no, beverage. that's not the same spelling. It's a beverage. I'm a person. This was great. I have things I'll link in the show notes. I'm going to link to you and Net Chicks also in the show notes. And thank you so much for thank coming you. on. We'll do another one in like six weeks. Oh, my God. Six, my eight. pleasure. Yes. I'll come back and update everybody yes. on my vitamins. Yes. And hopefully by then, Blue Butt Bloods, your episode will yeah, hope aired. Oh my God, I hope. Yeah. Good. Well, Liz, I'm so proud of you. This is <laughs> Thank great. You. Thank you. Thank you for all your help. Oh, stop. You're the best. Thank you, guys. Lovely talking to you. <laughs> Bye.